so alone in the world today. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Welcome to the Photo Weekly, the greatest online podcast related to the FODF. Here are your hosts, Red Rascal and Slappy Pappy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome again to another edition of the Photo Weekly Podcast. Come for the stats and stay for the tangents. I'm your host, Red Rascal, joined as always by Slappy Pappy. We've got a real one for you this week with an amazing interview, probably the best interview of all time, with photo fan favorite and all-around amazing guy, Bud the Chud. So make sure you stick around for that. Slappy, I'm pretty sure I'm still drunk from our last podcast. How are you feeling? Uh, Yeah, not... (laughs) I'm not only still drunk, I've been like simultaneously drunk and hungover for a week. I feel like the guy uh, in in The Great Gatsby with the owl eyeglasses who somebody stumbles a- across like in the in the library of the mansion. Who's, they're just like, you're the guy with the owl eyeglasses. And he says, I'm I've been drunk for a week. That's me. That's me now. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, what I read in this play, The Dehanding at Spokane. Uh, just kidding. You were so it. close. You were so Spokane. close. It's the the B-handing. B-handing? Spokane. I could have sworn. Yeah. I edited the podcast last week. I thought it was D-handing. Well, get your ears what better. What does B-handing get, even mean? Get, get the scotch out of your ears. Yeah. <laughs> you behead like someone I'm... just like you behand someone. I feel like I've been, uh, I'm on the fourth day of a bachelor party this whole week because it's just been nonstop drinking. I've been working from home the last couple of days and that never bodes well for my sobriety. So, well, I've been working from home since uh, always and the (laughs) pandemic has just made things a lot worse. So I'm on like month 10 of, uh, of the bachelor party. Wow, so you're on so... day four. That's yes. adorable. Day that's four of so... the bachelor party. You just see things with such a special way. The The pandemic has made things worse. Wow. I'm mm. very insightful. The lead. Five things happened in the week. Here are those five. Coming in at number five, we've got Adenak with a 5-1 win over Wolverine with a 1.8 to a 1.5 and a 46.9 to a 34.7. Uh, first leg of 501, Adenak comes in from 167 with five darts with a ton 35 and closes out on 32 with his second attempt. So, you know, an inconsistent start, but a dynamite, a dynamite finish. Dynamite? Uh, I dynamite. It's almost dynamic. It's almost dynamic. dynamic. It's dynamite finish. And he follows it up with a 25 darter. Ran into a little bit of double trouble in his fifth leg uh, with his only loss to Wolverine with a not sex 50 darter. uh, But finishes the match strong with a 26 darter. So really, aside from that one disastrous leg... Some super strong starts uh, and darts from Wolverine. Um, starts and but even darts. with a fifty starts and darts, starting and darting. But uh, even with the fifty darter, he still had a forty-seven average, which is really strong for yeah. an E division. Yeah, if for an E division, it, like forty-seven 
is strong regardless, let alone with one leg being a 50-plus darter. So, yeah. yeah. Well done, you. Number four, Outlander, four to three over Gokart or Gokale. Outlander had a 2.0 in cricket with Gokart averaging a 1.7. And in 501, it was also pretty close. Outlander with a 43.1 to Gokart's 41.4. It was a very uneven cricket uh, matchups. Gokart took the first with a strong 2.0, and Outlander had a 1.5. And that included a, a three bull finish for Gokart. So a nice hat trick for him there to finish out. And then Outlander took the second leg of cricket with a very strong 2.6, including two five marts, uh, which really, you know, buffered him to that big 2.6 victory there. A little bit more inconsistency in 501, trading some not so heavy blows back and forth. Outlander, however, finished strong with a 24 darter, taking out a 94 to close the match. Yeah, so inconsistent darts, but, um, you know, some strong darts both on either side. I think the real story here, though, is that despite losing, Gopart, Gopart, Kogart, uh, Gokart, um, who's in last GoPro? place, GoPro, Go, GoPro Garter, comes in from last place uh, at, against first place Outlander and forces it to an LLD so that, you know, despite him losing it, uh, he showed some real spunk moving into the mid portion and the latter half of the season here going forward. Yeah, you've got to really be impressed with that. I mean, taking three legs off the number one from the last place position, you're, ne- you know, it's kind of a Pyrrhic victory. You're never going to be upset about it. You got the legs you needed and wanted. Sure. You'd love to get one more and, and take the, the match, but shout out to go-kart. Maybe he's finally uh, kind of settling down now that he's into the, the meat of the league season and is uh, getting fine in his throw. Exactly. Just in time uh, for him to come up against me. Thanks, Gokart, for waiting this long. Uh, number oh, no. three. Oh, no. Not against his slaps. Uh, Doughboy with a four to four tie against Rolling 20s. Doughboy with a 2.3 to Rolling 20s 3.0 and a 63.4. To Rolling 20s, 60.6. What a match this was. Rolling 20 sweeps cricket with a 2.7 in the first leg, including a six mark, two five marks, and two three bowl rounds. And much tidier work even in the second leg with three five marks, and he finishes with a 3.8 MPR. Doughboy comes into cricket thoroughly unshooketh, with an 18 darter, including a 97, a ton 38, and a 77 checkout. Follows it up with a 22 and 25 darters consecutively. Uh, Rolling 20s punches back hard with 20 and 24 darters before Doughboy ties it up with a 32 darter to finish out the match. Doughboy checked out at 17%, and it's honestly insane that he took four legs of 501 because Rolling 20s checked out at 67%. So the lesson here is do not give Rolling 20s a chance because he very obviously will take it. But <laughs> two players averaged above 60s in the D division. My word. This is not the D division. The C division. My word. My word. The C division. Grim, this but isn't really. the matchup of the, or the leg of the week or the match of the week on YouTube. You're not doing your job right. Yeah, I mean, 67% rolling 20s. Sex. 
That is the Slappy Pappy official sex endorsement from the Photo Weekly. <laughs> Number two, author 5-4 over Sweats. Author average a 3.0 to Sweats 2.7 in Cricket. And he averaged uh, 60.6 in 5-1 to Sweats 62.4. Offer manages to take the first leg of Cricket despite a 9 mark and two 5 marks from Sweats with a solid 2.8. And continued to devastate in the second leg with two five marks and a seven mark for a beautiful 3.4. Again, despite solid darts from Sweats, six marks, five marks, and four bull rounds. They then traded blows in 5-1. Sweats taking the first with a 24 darter. Author immediately hit back with a 24 darter of his own. Sweats says, hey, I'll do you one better. Here's a 23 darter. Oh, and just so you remember, I can do it. Here's another 24 darter. Author, not to be outdone, however, comes back and says, that was cute. Here's a 23 darter. No, sorry, that was a cute 23 darter. Here's a 22. And just in, th- just in case you think I couldn't, here's a 23 darter of my own. Sweats, though he may have lost the match at this point, comes in and says, you're right, 23 is cute, so is 22. Here's a 21 darter to close things out. Yeah, so many cute darts there. Uh, ridiculously well-played match and ridiculously close all around Uh Evidently, in their checkout percentages, author at 30% to Sweats's 31%. So, I mean, it was a, a knife's edge victory for the author, 5-4 over Sweats. What a, what a match. But the first time Sweats has lost a match uh, since joining the league outside of his rookie division, I think he might have lost to Congrel. But even that, he lost, <clears throat> I think he lost 4-3 to three to Congrel in, in rookie division. Wow. Um, but... Uh, so, so Sweats also messaged me before the match, very upset that I had picked author to five, four win over him in who you got last week. And I understand it, but you know, as I was explaining to Sweats, you know, maybe if he doesn't take the first place spot, maybe this is what he wants. Cause you don't want to go into the, the playoffs undefeated. You want a, a loss under your belt. So you know how to bounce back. And I can definitely see a situation where these guys play each other again, maybe for with promotion on the line. And if you're sweats, you want that little extra motivation that, Hey, this guy beat me earlier in the season. Let me show him what I'm all about. But regardless, yeah, I, I can't help that I'm right all the time. Ginger Thomas. Sorry, sweats. I just saw it in the cards. <laughs> there really is nothing worse than meeting up with someone in the playoffs that you beat earlier in the season. Cause you know that they're just chomping at the bit. It's, Oh, yeah. That's what happened to me and Laser. Laser, I beat him like 6-3 in the regular season, and then he beat me 6-3 in the playoffs. And somehow that means he goes to A and I go to B, even though I think we probably should have had a rubber match. We were 1-1. One one. Rubber match to see who stays in A. Let's let's go back and do it, okay? Let, let the record show. There should have been a rubber match. Thank Coming you, in at number one. Surgeon with a 7-2 to two victory over Dilly Dilly. Surgeon with a 2.4 to Dilly's 2.1. And Surgeon with a 60.3 to Dilly's 49.5. Surgeon sweeps Cricket with a 2.4 and a 2.5. Uh, despite Dilly's being locked into the bowl with his, with his three, three bowl rounds, it was simply not enough to fend off the surgeon's fury as he kicks off 501 with a 19 darter immediately followed by 22 29 and 26 darters before 
Dinally, dinally, dinally. Dinally finally woke up and kicked back with a 23 and 28 darters of his own. Surgeon finally finishes Dilly off with a 25 darter in the ninth leg. They checked out amazingly. I mean, Dilly had the 17%, the surgeon's 19. Surgeon's scoring was just better throughout, and that really put himself in an advantageous position. But shout out to Dilly. There was a minute there, it looked like he was going to get swept two weeks in a, a row. And uh, he kind of showed his medal in, in getting those two legs there. So, you know, it's another Pyrrhic victory, but you don't want to get swept two weeks in a row, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, 7 2, it's not great, but it's better than 9 nothing. Sure is. You can put that on your tombstone, Dilly. I'm going to say that. <laughs> At least once an episode. Put that on someone's tombstone. It might be mine, it might be yours. But there's gonna be a lot of a lot of writing on tombstones, a lot of chiseling going on on this podcast. Put that on I'll my be your tombstone. Huckleberry. <laughs> That's a tombstone quote. Yeah, oh, I fucking know what that is. Oh, the man knows about his Valkyma movies. You know, I didn't watch that movie until like five years ago, and I shat my pants. I was like, I, I'm 20 years late, but uh, it's it's no less effective. It's so good. It is so good. Put that on my tombstone. Tombstone is good. Wow, your tombstone's so meta. I mean, I am an actor. Actor? Actor. Put that on my tombstone. I'm an actor. Fail of the week. Way to be bad. This week's fail of the week goes to what has already been established as one of our extremely talented rookies. It's you, Rolling Twenties. That's right. Our good friend R2 had left himself 88 and hit the perfect target with his first dart into the treble 20, took a momentary pause to check his math, drills the double seven and calls game. Our caster of clutch, Liberty Fires, kindly informed him that no, <laughs> indeed that is not game. He has 14 remaining. While the more ambitious members of the league might have tried to use our third dart to hit the double seven again for the win, Rolling Twenties decided he was satisfied with what he had and pulled out his darts, thus ending his turn altogether. Congratulations, Rolling Twenties, you simple, satisfied man. God, I wish I could be like you. You are this week's. Fail of the week. Adon, you got to write into the podcast and tell us what happened there. Because, I, I mean, did you just, you didn't want to risk it? Or uh, maybe his opponent was, uh, you know, so far ahead that it, it didn't matter. But uh, it seems like that, seems like you want to take that last shot. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like I could have been in that situation uh, back in like my bar league days where like if I had called game and and I was wrong, I'd be like, uh, and like slap myself on the head and been like, uh, and then just taking my darts out of the board thinking like, oh, yeah, how silly of me. Um, and not even considering the fact that I had had a dart left. That's the only thing I can 
imagine what was going on there. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I I'm trying to look back. It looks like he ended up losing that leg too. So oof, you know, you you probably wanted that uh, maybe a miss or a bust the the round after. Then he scored ten to leave four, and then he scored two to leave the madhouse, and uh, Doughboy took out the rascal. So uh, sorry, Adon, that's a that's a bummer. But please write in, tell us what you're thinking, what happened there. We'd love to hear from you. Leg of the week. Congratulations! This week's leg of the week goes to the Nooch with an earth-shattering 15 darter against our poorly departed deadhead darter to start off the 501 portion of their match. You wouldn't think that it would have been leg of the week to judge by his first six darts, starting off with a measly 45, a paltry 60. However, Hades immediately showed up under Nooch's ass when he goes 100, 180, and takes out 116 for the 100.2 average on the leg. Congratulations, Nucci Bucci. You are this week's leg of the week. Performance of the week. Way to go. Luckily, we have a nice change of pace this week when it comes to performance of the week. I'm just kidding, fuckos. It's Kangra, and it's getting really old. Someone do something about this. Guy starts off cricket with a 4.4, including two 7 marks and three 5 marks. And then he starts the leg with a fucking triple 20, triple 19, triple 18, 9 mark. Two more 5 marks for a 3.8. Hooligan somehow hit back momentarily to take the first leg of 501, which really poked the Congra Dragon, who came back with a 16 darter, Hooligan had one leg left to kick with, and that was well, a 25 darter before Congra burned the flesh off his goddamn bones with three consecutive $20 on each 20 darter. So that's 60 bucks and a 17 darter to close out the match with a 4.1 MPR and a 75.8. PPR. Congra. Congratulations again. It's very exciting watching you play darts. It's very boring announcing who performance of the week is. I mean, I don't even know what to say after that. The only thing I would say is that I don't think I would use Congra Dragon as his animal. I think it's got to be Congraw tiger since he's a whole city fan so uh and then he could have instead of burning the flesh off his bones he could have eaten the flesh off of of hooligan's bones but you know that was I mean, a that was, was a surprising than that though it would have taken longer to yeah to eat the flesh off his bones yeah, than than Congro took to end the legs it was <laughs> it was instant you know how he eats the meat though he eats it raw Congraw. <laughs> oh touche all right, we'll do tiger analogies next week, unless somebody does fucking something about this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of uh, unbelievable that we've gotten to this far in the Photo Weekly podcast and not been able to have our amazing, awesome, handsome, the words that I could use would just go on forever if I continue to do so. But our guest today is none other than, you know him, you love him, Bud the Chud, 
how has it been four seasons that we haven't had Bud the Chud on the podcast? It's a great question. We're going to dig into it. That and a couple other questions as well. But uh, Bud, how are you doing tonight? I'm awesome, man. It's good to be here. Finally here. I finally got an invite. I finally made my way through the league to get uh, to be good enough to be asked to be on. So I'm excited to be here. <laughs> you know, it only took uh, you being in first in uh, B to uh, get us on your po- get you on the podcast, huh? That's right. It was the right time. Like you had to wait until I was first and. I'm finally here. I think we can go ahead and blame Pepe Lay for your lack of uh, having been on the pod. Um, Absolutely. That guy hates me. So, yeah, that's no secret. Uh, There you (laughs) go. Um, So, Bud, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How did you end up in Virginia? Yeah. So, I'm originally from uh, Montana, Missoula, Montana. Oh. Uh, So, I was born and raised and went to the University of Montana, and I was there in. 2004, uh, when Montana played JMU in the national championship, and that was the first time seeing what JMU was all about. Previously to that, the director of JMU's band was at Montana's band, and so that's where I kind of learned what JMU was, but that was my first time in 2004 seeing it. So when it came time to do my master's degree, I taught in Missoula for a little bit. I did music. I taught band, and when it came time to do my master's, I... I thought of JMU and I came out to JMU and I've been here in Virginia ever since. So that was in 2009. So right after JMU lost to Montana, I was in the semifinals. And so I got a warm welcome we'll, when we'll I arrived at JMU game, the next okay. fall. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's how I'm here. Now I'm in Virginia. I was at JMU for what, eight, nine years or something like that. And then uh, now I'm at Virginia Tech down in Blacksburg working with the bands. You're so a I'm creator. What's that? After, <laughs> after this, are you going to. Keep going yeah. down. Where what's what's next on eighty one? Is it UT next? Is, is that on eighty one for South? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea what's between Harrisonburg and Blacksburg in this entire Commonwealth. There's no reason to. <laughs> like it's just Stanton. That's it. That's about oh. it. Uh, Chad. Speaking of JMU, uh, as everyone knows, the the six of us who started the league kind of all have JMU connections. Um, what are your recollections of starting the league? Like, how do you remember that it came together? What were your thoughts then? What are your thoughts now? Like, give us a little bit of a photo look back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was one of those things. Like, I wasn't a big dart person before the we started this league. I was, I never, I only played, you know, just sometimes like in a bar, not knowing any of the rules, you know, just throwing at a board. Um, but getting into the league, it was, I remember watching a lot of like the world championships and that's where I really became interested in it and wanting to be a part of it. And I think those discussions just kind of evolved into like, who wants to buy a board and start this league. And, and, uh, we made sure to wait until a time that, um, the author wasn't available and the six of us <laughs> got together behind his back and, uh, <laughs> know i mean i I just remember the surgeon sending out kind of an interest thing like is anybody interested in doing this and and uh we were the six that said sure and it just kind of i remember buying my equipment specifically for this league i mean that's how new i was to the to the game um but yeah it was the six of us and it just kind of evolved into like maybe we want to watch each other play and and i remember uh dilly putting it on you know twitch just for us just to watch for fun and uh and then it just kind of Went crazy after that. I mean, mainly started with friends. Like, let's play with some some buddies at, who who's seen what we're doing, and and then it became more popular. And now we're I don't even know who else is in the league at this point. So it's pretty great. <laughs> hey, uh, here's another one for you. Who is your favorite member of the GFDL six, and why is it me, Red Rascal? 
It's always been Rascal. Uh, he is the heart and soul of the league, and that's why every decision we make goes through Rascal as really the commissioner, even though we call Pitzer the commissioner. Red Rascal is the actual commissioner. We just let him do the clerical work. You can <laughs> yeah. go ahead and uh, the and guarantee that the intro of uh, the this episode will be that this is the greatest interview that the podcast has ever seen. <laughs> at, that's right. Uh, at this point, uh, based <laughs> off of uh, the GFDL six, did you ever think that the league would be at this point that uh, fifty plus players? Well, when we first started, I don't think that was ever the initial goal. We just wanted to play darts. But yeah, sure. Um, I mean, but now, like, like I love it, and I want it to keep growing and going because I think it's a really great community. To be honest, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that have come together from really around the world that have the shared interest in darts. But the community that's been developed, like within our you know Slack channel and everything, it's just really meeting great people and we you know share a lot of other interests outside of darts and and getting to know you know cool people in cool regions and what's whatever's going on we just kind of have this one little common you know darts game in between us so i i love it i love where it's gone i would love to continue growing i want this to become a a million dollar corporation essentially and i want to retire and play darts for the rest of my life i think we're gonna have to sell our idea or the rights to photo like to espn or the cdc or something that's that's the way we, we cash out, Chad. That's my I think dream. we're pretty close. I think we could <laughs> probably get there within about six months. So here we go. It'll be an open company by 2022. Probably. It should be. It should absolutely be. Uh, Chad, it seems like you're always throwing in different places. How many different setups do you have? I mean, like your place, <laughs> Julia's, do you have a dartboard at work? Like what? How many different places are you throwing right now? I have, well, currently because of the pandemic, I have essentially moved back into Julia's place. Um, so we're in Stanton um, and I'm teaching remotely. And so I have two dartboards here. Um, and then I also have my setup down in my home in Christiansburg. Uh, but I'm always available to play. And because of the way the you know flexibility has to be within the league, I'm throwing between those two spots uh, quite a bit. Um, I've never had to throw at work. I don't have my own board at work. There are boards in the basement and uh, where my office is, the basement is like the, the rec room, you know, so there's like pool tables, a bowling alley, and like there's some dart boards, but they are just um, absolute trash and it's really hard to there. So mainly it's just between uh, Christiansburg and, and Stanton is where I'm playing mostly. Excellent. And who would you say is your biggest uh, photal rival? Like, who do you want to beat the most when you play them? <laughs> that is, I, I knew this question was coming, and, I, and I've been thinking about it for a long time. And I, I just don't feel like I have a rival, per se. But there are definitely people that I've enjoyed, you know, like, really playing a lot. Um, I like playing, obviously Rascal is a good one, but I don't get to play him as often because he, you know, he's bouncing into a a little bit more and now we will get the chance, uh, next week to play. Um, so Rascal's a fun one. I really like playing or really anybody in the original six. I really like playing, uh, with, um, the jig. He, him and I, for some reason, always have a good battle. Uh, I think so. I'm excited to play him again. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's kind of fun to play some of the new people too because I just I just don't know how they're going to throw. But I don't think I have a necessarily a rival. Um, but but yeah, I mean, there's just some people that that I, that pull the best out of me probably a little bit more than others. Sure. 
I love that you said I'm not your rival, but I just pull the best out of you, and that's why I yeah. love you so much, Chad. Hey, Chad, Thank tell you. us about Charmy. How amazing of a feeling is it when you have 50-plus people show up on the cast to watch you play? <laughs> and also, how terrifying is it when they start acting up? <laughs> that is, that's a great question. So it was pretty exciting. Like I love that I've garnered the support of it. It, it really, the Charmy is my, are my students there. A lot of them are from the, um, the, the marching Virginians, which I I'm the assistant director of, and they, they found out I did darts and, um, and they wanted to watch and they started coming in and it was, it, it's very nerve wracking for me. Um, you know, you want to put on a good performance cause you have to face them in, in real life the next day. But after after a while, it started becoming kind of a nice little advantage because I knew my opponent was going to have to throw in front of you know fifty plus people. Um, but you said it right; like there were times when they would come into the chat and just say just the worst, the worst things, and that was you know as a as an educator, it's incredibly frustrating. You don't want to be represented by that. But we had some chats, and I thought that it got better. And if it didn't get better, I mean they've stopped <laughs> they've stopped kind of coming. Um, so. <laughs> It's been a little thin lately, but you know the pandemic has kind of thrown things off a little bit. I don't get to really like announce it at rehearsals anymore, and um, so it's been a little thin. But that's kind of where the charmy came from. It, it it really is just a lot of the students trying to come out and support me, and 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 it's sweet because they, they get interested in darts. You know, like I all of a sudden students are playing more darts and they're asking me questions and they're buying their own boards and. And that's really like how we kind of got the fireman involved. Like he was watching our streams, watching me and was like, man, I, I really like what you're, you're doing. And I said, you know, send an, e you know, send an email in and, and uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get you in. And we got him in. I think he's a fantastic addition. And that's, that's kind of where it started with the fireman. So um, yeah, was definitely ask, that's, that's actually my next question was speaking of the Charmy, how cool is it that we have a Charmy member in the league now? And I also feel like Duncan is like our shared son. Like, He's half Charmy, half RVA, and all big time darter now. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to have anybody from the from the Charmy join us, I I, I think Duncan was the best choice. Um, he's just such a good kid, and and uh, he's just super interested in the darts, and he wants to get better. And uh, it's been really cool he's to watch him nice because guy. I mean, he's he's super nice, and he's and he's super willing to learn, and he and he's eager to learn, and. Um, but plus, I mean, he he really takes it seriously. Like he knew what a you know, like uh, like I've kind of vouched for him, and he took it seriously. And he, I think he's been a fantastic addition, and it's been cool to watch him get better. And uh, I, I'm really glad he's a part of it. Yeah, if, like I said, if anybody was going to join, I wanted it to be to be him for sure. Yeah, he he has been a fantastic addition and a perfect gentleman. And uh, speaking of perfect gentlemen, Chud, you yourself are having a great season. Uh, what is it this season that's clicked for you? Are, are you practicing differently? Are you thinking differently? Uh, is it, is it just finally settling in? What's going on? You know, I, I, I don't really know what exactly is happening, but I do feel a click like some, like something's happening now where I'm hitting more trebles for sure. Um, <laughs> but I, but I, but I'll fall back into my old ways. Like I did in my last match, um, uh, against Cali, but yeah, something's really clicking this season, and I and I don't know why that's happening, but I do think it's uh, a big part of it might be because with this pandemic, which has been terrible, uh, it has you know given me the opportunity to be home more and the ability to to throw more, and so I'll take a break in the middle of the day, and instead of um, you know going on Facebook, I'll, I'll step up to the Aki. So I'm getting a lot more time at the board. Um, and I'm, and I'm just thinking about little things like 
the math aspect. I'm really trying to learn that. That's something that I think, you know, having Krim on the podcast has been uh, a great help and he's a great help, you know, on YouTube and, and within the Slack channel that that's something that, um, we, we harp on a lot with the math, but it really is just giving you like extra darts at outs. And so, uh, to have like one or two extra darts at a double, I mean, it's a huge advantage. And so, um, yeah, you piece all that together and, and, and it, and it helps me have, you know, get to where I'm at right now and having a great season. Now we all know that I, I'm known for usually being around the top of B and then getting into the playoffs and, and, uh, choking a little bit. So the only time I got into A, I had to win it outright. So that's the goal this year is just win B outright. Chad, last question for you. And this is a bit of an overreach, so I apologize. But what is it about guys like us that allow us to outkick our coverage when it comes to our lady friends besides our obviously enormous penises? Yeah, I mean, obviously you nailed it right on the right on the head. Uh, but Ding. man, that is, <laughs> that is a great question. I, I absolutely do not know what i what happened uh but i have uh <laughs> i've managed to hold on to it for a little while and it's every day as i gain weight and i'm like man i really got it good right now <laughs> i can't screw this up <laughs> Dad, my ring, guys. put a ring on it because uh that's going to be the easiest way to trap her forever <laughs> right right Lock right <laughs> uh, for me it was just a rational confidence at the right time like i just like right when i met laura i was this Pretended I was this cocky, cool dude, and she fell for it. And then uh, it's the same ever since. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, I was uh, like the king of the JMU bands for a little while there. And so I was really on the top for a while. And, and that's how I suckered Julia in. And now I'm, now I'm nothing. So she's got to deal with it, though. <laughs> well, Chad, that's thank sucker. you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the pod, man. Um, please, if you're if you're listening to this and you don't follow us on Instagram, go immediately and follow us on Instagram. Chad does an amazing job of putting matches on there and uh, other amazing content. So please, if you're not uh, following us on Instagram, go follow us. It's it's really worth your time and it's an easy way to keep up, especially if you're not on Twitter or not following us on Twitch. Which there's a, literally a zero percent chance anyone's listening to this that doesn't follow us on Twitch. But I feel like maybe there could be some people on Instagram that aren't aren't following us on Instagram. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, speaking of the Instagram Chad, I'm sorry. I know you have your army and I know the slack dick army is spamming, <laughs> uh, the, the Instagram, uh, constantly. And so I, I'm going to take this opportunity to apologize to you personally, uh, on behalf <laughs> of the slap dick army spamming, uh, the Insta comments. I've seen Never. you literally turn off comments because <laughs> never apologize for that i mean if any interactions we can get is great you know and if they're if they're getting involved and and wanting to be involved with what we do i i welcome it so i love it <laughs> you're a generous uh kind <laughs> gentleman yeah Chad, oh think... by the way i yeah please b b before you kick me out of here i just want to say that first of all rascal what you've done with this podcast like what you and pepe pepe started has been uh, really, really great. I remember when it came out and uh, we were all kind of like, okay, how's this going to go? And it, and it really just turned into something awesome. And and uh, it was sad seeing Pepe go, but if there was anybody else to even jump in those shoes, Slappy, I'm so glad it's you. You've really, I mean, just getting to hear your voice more often during the week is is the best thing for us. So thank you both yeah, for really doing guys. this. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah, thanks, yeah, it's Joe. entirely 
Steven's responsibility that we got this far because uh, the wheels are coming off this thing quickly. I mean, we're just living in the tangent zone and uh, yeah. our BAC has skyrocketed for recording podcasts. I mean, it's really just a matter of time for it's the end here. But hey, we're going to go out We've, like we can in. Kicking and We've been getting a lot of complaints and, and have done nothing about it. <laughs> I don't understand what there's to complain about. I mean, we can all sit on the Google Sheets and stare at the stats all day. I want to hear thoughts. I want to hear what you guys are doing, you know? Like, we can hear, hear you read numbers all day. Who cares about that? Thank you you. want to hear Thank pronunciation you, arguments regarding <laughs> nicknames. Oh, can you weigh yeah. in on uh, Fireman versus Fireman? Man, I, I'm just thinking about it right now and how I'd say it. Oh, it's the Fireman. I would say the yeah. man. The man. I, I again, I'm, I'm in the fucking twilight zone. Everybody, <laughs> everybody just says the fireman, including yeah. him. So, so I'm, that's what I say now too. But it hurts my. I feel like twitching my <laughs> spine every time I say it. Is this your Berenstein Bears? Berenstein, well, that Berenstein. We what can't go it? down that rabbit hole. There's no time for that on this podcast. <laughs> we we'll never get back to the darts. <laughs> Uh, look up Mandela effect, Chad, when you get off the pod and you spend some time. Oh, I've been, I've been very aware of that, and I, I that's why I'm even right now. I'm like, which one is it? I forgot. Like, I always thought it was Baron Berenstein or is it Berenstein? I don't, I don't know. It's Berenstein, I think. But everyone always oh, thought that's it was Berenstein, right. and I like would have bet all. I would have bet my life on it. I could see yeah. the books when I was a kid. I'm like, nope, this is a fucking Matrix. Things have definitely been right. rewritten. It's wild. There was also that um, that thing that went around about the uh, the the Sinbad genie movie from when we were kids that didn't happen. Right, but I remember it. Yeah, same. Yeah, it happened, of course, totally because we happened. all watched it. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Well, Chad, thanks again so much, uh, and please make sure you bring your shitty game whenever we play next week because I am going to be out of town <laughs> all week. But I look forward to throwing with you regardless. Yeah, I'm excited to play again, Rascal. It'll be a good time. I appreciate you allowing me to finally come on. I know you, to be honest, I mean, you did ask me at the very beginnings of this of this uh, adventure of, of doing the podcast, and, and I turned it down. Uh, so because it was Pepe was still here. Yeah, I had to wait until it was um, it was appropriate. So I feel better now. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for having me, though. I really appreciate you, you bringing me on. Thank you. Of course. Anytime you want to come on, Chad, we'll have you on. Okay, I got to figure out a segment that works, but I don't have one. So I don't know Chilling what I'm good with about Chud. that. I'll just talk about my day. Yeah. That sounds Literally. amazing. Like, I'm not joking. Yes, everyone would listen. That's not a joke. That's going to be a new segment. It, it doesn't have to be long. Three weeks. Chilling with Chud. 30 seconds of what your day was like. People are going to fucking lose their minds. All right, I'm maybe in. We'll, Let's do it. Maybe we'll somehow work with, uh, with IG. So, like, Chilling with Chud gets released on IG or no, released on the pod, but then it's a video. I take the audio of your video and then it's just a video diary every week of you on IG for 30 minutes, 30 seconds. I think I'll do it. I got nothing else going on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thank hey, you, thank sir. you All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the moment you've all been listening for. It is the one. It is the only. It is the Rascal's Mailbag. Standard flights in the sky. Double, double for love shy. Don't do math like a rook or a crim will get shook. 
It's Rascal's Mailbag. It's Rascal's Mailbag. Wow, the hey Vibrato. I'm pretty sure that that game broke up in the uh, <laughs> song there. It was really good, though. Trust me. Uh, it's a it's a light week for the mailbag. Luckily, uh, our hashtag team, Big Body Brethren, our bad guy, our true winner of the photo championship, Philip Brown wrote in, entitled, It's a Monday Night. Hello, rascal. Hello, slappy. I'm just writing in because I'm sitting in the dungeon after suffering my worst defeat in photo at the hands of Congral. I should be happy because he stated that everyone gets one. But I guess since he didn't give one to Dilly, he needed to give me two. But it still hurts, causing the beer to flow. Second reason I'm writing in is because as I watch Alpine versus Toaster, I keep seeing Slappy comment in the chat, sex this and sex that. And then the only other picture in my mind is Slappy on a knee, close up, keeping a good eye on Kongral, while Kongral is positioned perfectly in his dad-dad's region, guiding him into his mother. <laughs> all while Congra, all while Slappy says Congraw sex. It's disturbing to say the least. And as I drink Bullshit. yet another beer, it doesn't dim the scenes as Slappy chats sex again. Good night to the pod. Signed a defeated LHH. <clears throat> P.S. The bad guy returns. Purging is last at hand. Day of doom is here. All that is evil, all their allies, your parents, your leaders. Those who would call themselves your judges, those who have lied and corrupted the earth, they shall all be cleansed. Dulce Doom, an OG bad guy. Uh, Phil, that is uh, just another example of why you are clearly the best podcast writer in her. And uh, if you think you're better than Phil, why don't you write into the Photo Weekly Podcast at fodlweeklypodcast at gmail.com. That's fodlweeklypodcast at gmail.com do you know who Thulsa doom is i think it's like a dark crystal reference no i have no idea i'm just shocked that uh that that was an unpleasant image for uh for our friend the left hand um i mean i guess after you get white get destroyed uh oh Thulsa doom is a conan reference oh was that uh, Conan the Barbarian? Was that James Earl Jones? Who I found yeah, out recently was. Lives, lives, a, lives a mile away from me. He lives a mile away from me, guys. What? James Earl, James Earl Jones lives in my town. You should pull a uh, Field of Dreams and just go kidnap him. Yeah, I've tried, but he's 90 now. <laughs> so he goes, peace, love, Maybe. dope. But it sounds like peace, love, dope. But then he uses the force to choke choke you. Yeah. Yeah. I he doesn't anyways. need the force. I tried to throw a baseball into his yard so that he would be like, why don't you just knock on the door? I'd have got it for you. But um, instead, they called the cops. Around the league. Who's on top and who's a power bottom? Starting up in A, we've got the aforementioned Congral at the top of the table where he belongs. He's got 28 legs won and 9 bonus points for 65 total points. In second place is Nooch with 54 points. Then you got left-hand Hooligan at 48, Surgeon at 42, 
King Raj at 41, but with a game left to play. DeGrubbs at 36, The Train at 30, Dilly Dilly at 21, Laser Cat at 20, and Deadhead Darter at 6. Looking at this, you know, the, the only real surprise here, I guess, is maybe King Raj down to 41, but that's again, he's got a, uh, he's had a buy when others haven't, so he's got a game we can hand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if he wins all of those, he's still not going to be uh, on Congraw's level. So he's got some catching up to do after beating Congraw week one. Yeah, uh, I'm also still pulling for Deadhead Darter. Uh, you know, um, I, I think he's know. got what it takes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Deadhead. I'm devastated by the state that you're in. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like you just said, yeah, King Raj being in the middle. Uh, how I don't think he'll pull up. Uh, against Congra, obviously, but I think he'll pull himself up at least a notch or two. Um, yeah, other than that, this all makes sense to me. <laughs> I will say this for Deadhead. He's only played the top of the table so far. I mean, outside of the Grubs, where he only took one leg, he's only played the top of the table. So he's going to have some legs when he plays the train, Dilly Laser. And let's say, hypothetically, he gets up out of the relegation spot. That's the people he's going to be up against in the, the you know, uh, playoffs to stay in a so it's not out of the realm of possibility he's just um you know he's gonna have to have a stronger performance against those uh three listed there so and and i think he can do it you know it's certainly i can see him taking some legs off any of those guys i do too and uh, you know i've been saying it since the beginning of the season but i feel like his attitude of defeat has defeated me uh and so deadhead if you're listening to this I believe in you. We all believe in you. We're all rooting for you. Do this. Get out of that 10 spot. Fuck that 10 spot. And then right into the pod about how how good it felt. Yeah. Photo B. We've got Bud the Chud up at the top at 66 points with two bonus points. We got Barboy right behind him at 60. Sweats. Uh, a match yet to be played right there at 59. So he's in a nice position. Author at 56, tied with Toaster. Uh, and then we got Repat behind them at 46. Rascal, that's you, right behind them at 43. Uh, we've got a bit of a <laughs> we got a bit of a dip here with Alpine Stranger and Radar at 35 and 30. Although they have a yet, uh, a match yet to be played, as do the Jig and Cali Kid. Uh, down at the bottom at 21 and 17. So uh, there's a lot of variation that can happen here in the bottom half of the table, um, especially with uh, everyone in the bottom four with a match yet to be played, especially with Alpine and Radar at 35 and 30. Um, Callie and the Jig do have some work to do here, uh, but, you know, it, it, nobody's out of the out of the picture. No, I, I don't think at all. And Jig did work. I mean, he got four legs against me this weekend. Not that that's, you know, unheard of. I think uh, he played well against me in the legs that he played well. But um, he's going to have to continue to, to win four legs of a, a pop uh, to stay in this. Yeah, but and I do think he's capable of that. When, Like you said, when he plays well, I don't think there's anybody in B that, that he can't take four or five yeah. legs off of. Um, no, I agree. 100%. But it's... 
but it's when he plays well. Yeah. Moving on to C, we've got Rolling 20s, our fail of the week. It probably stings a little less when you get fail of the week when you're sitting at the top and you've got a match in hand. So he's <laughs> yeah. at 66 points. Uh, right behind him is Barboy with, uh, no, I'm sorry, Doughboy uh, with 50. Sorry. Rolling 20s is at 55 points. Doughboy is at 54 points. DJ Mike Hughes at 53. Hacksaw at 50. Madhouse at 41, but with six matches played, so he's had an extra game week. Pepe Lay at 37. Criminal at 37, but with only four weeks played, so he's got a match in hand. Kilf at 36. Lush at 31. Accountant at 23. And Fireman at 19 with <clears throat> four weeks played. Accountant only has three weeks played as well, so he's got some catching up to do. I know Accountant's uh, this week's match was postponed because poor Krim got the Rona and uh, has been out. We shout out to Krim. Hope you're feeling better, bud. We've been kind of keeping uh, close track of how you're doing and think he's going to make it through okay. Um, but we certainly hated to see it and we certainly missed him on the call this week. But uh, overall, you know, you kind of got the top tier four here. Rolling 20s, Doughboy, DJ, and Hacksaw at the top. A little bit of a medium tier there with Madhouse through Lush, really. And then you've got Accountant and Fireman at the bottom. But again, Accountant's got only three matches played. So he's got to catch up in his, his game weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's a big mess of who's played what. You've got everything from six to three. And so it's hard to take a look at the standings, you know, with anything uh, firm other than, you know, rolling 20s with lower matches played and still in first place. I think that's that's the strongest number that we've got there. Other than that, it's really hard you know, to say with any any kind of uh, firm-ness. <laughs> uh, hard, firm. Uh, I just, hard, I firm, firm-ness. I'm, I'm great at this. Uh, you know, that this is Why do people, be... get, people keep giving you compliments? I don't get it. I, <laughs> dude, it makes no sense. Um, Probably just because you're so handsome. Well, it's because I'm like Lady Whistledown now. It's uh, I I've got I've got power in in this seat. I can't believe Pepe gave it up. I think he was afraid. Okay, can we talk real quick? Because our loyal listener G Cox thinks that show's trash, and he's so wrong. That doesn't mean I didn't watch it. Oh, but did you love it? Here's the thing. Um, I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild, and I was uh, selected randomly as a member of the nominating committee of the Screen Actors Guild Awards this year. So I had to watch fucking everything. Um, And uh, that was one of the shows I watched. And I'll tell you what I liked about that show is that it started off as this super fluffy gossip girl in the fucking 1800 shit. And then halfway through the season, it got so horny so fast. It was like fucking softcore porn. Yes. And I had no complaints about it. So that's my, a lot of jerking off into sheets in that, that show. There was a lot of jerking off into sheets. I don't know jerking off finishing, finishing it. (laughs) Oh, slappy. You always know what to say to make me blush. All what right. division are we on right now? Now nah, we're moving on to Fodal Dick. All right, we've got Outlander sitting up at the top with 50 points. We've got Triple T right behind him at 44. Scooter Magooch, only four matches played at 32. Uncle Corky uh, at 30. Alki at 29. 
Unholy Cannoli right behind him at 26, only three matches played. Uh, Beef Easy back at four with 24 matches played. Uh, yours truly, only three matches played, but only 18 points. Uh, Music City Madman, only two matches played. The poor goddamn guy and I were supposed to play this week, and the fucker's power went out after he's been sick with the vid. Uh, so he's got two matches played. He's only at 15 and points. And he was a go yeah, I mean, he's he's having a rough go. Go-kart with four matches played and 14 points. He's he's in a tricky situation. And then uh, Darty South also with only two matches played down at the bottom at E. But again, only two matches played. So uh, It's really hard to make any kind of statement with this league with uh, yeah. <laughs> some people with two matches played and some people with five matches played. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I do think... Um, I think the the standouts are here are go kart at four matches played and only fourteen points, um, and then Triple T and Outlander. Um, I do think Outlander in particular, even though he's got five matches played at fifty, I think is still a strong a strong statement up at the top. Yeah, I, I agree. Moving on to Photo Lee, we've got the cleaner with four matches played at forty points. Adnak with 39, Magic Wizard with 33, Wolverine comes in at 22, Mac Attack at 21, The Law at 21, Gaspacho at 17, Liberty Fires at 13, and Dr. Feelgood at the bottom with 8. Really, uh, the things that stand out here, Cleaner kind of trying to separate himself, but Adnak saying not so fast. And uh, Magic Wizard there uh, kind of in the, the third spot there trying to compete with those guys to get that automatic promotion to D. Also, shout out to the law having quite a season. He's uh, had 10 leg wins playing really well. Uh, most recently this last week, he had a, a really successful uh, game week when he took out Mac attack. Oh, sorry. He took out Liberty fires eight to four last week and then he and Mac attack tied six, six. So um, the laws really six, been, six, been, because they always play 12 legs. In I mean, six points to six points, three, three legs to three legs. Sorry. Okay. But you know what I mean. And also, I know I like the law. He's very handsome. Who doesn't like the law? He's the most likable guy in the league. Easily, by far. And there's a lot of likable guys in this league. But the top is the law. There's the law, and there's the fireman. And everyone else, there's a mile far between the next. The, f- the firm. Who you got? Who will win? Who will lose? Slappy Pappy and Red Rascal 2s. Week 5, who you got? We got uh, an update. First of all, there was a Week 3 match that didn't get played. It was Dr. Feelgood versus the Cleaner. Your boy, Ginger Domus, got it dead on. So two more points for me from last week to move (laughs) the Week 3 results for me. I got five of the ten matches correct, and they were all perfect picks. So if I got it, I got it perfect, or I didn't get it. Uh, looking at the week four results, we've got Rasco with four correct picks with two directly or correctly, exactly correct. And then Slappy with the same four correct picks, two are exactly correct. There are still three matches to be played from game week four. So uh, one of those was Krim. He's got an excuse. Everyone else, what the hell is going on? Play your matches, please. Let's go. Come on, get it together. And also, I can't play my match against Chud on time next week. So I have an excuse, but you don't. So play your matches. <laughs> but that leaves us for the season at uh, 
Rascal 24 points, Slappy 28 points. So getting a little Yeah, bit you have made up some ground here, and I'm not happy about it, but let's move along. All right. This week, starting down in E Division, we got Magic Wizard versus the Cleaner. Slappy, who ya got? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Cleaner 4 2. Cleaner 4 2 is Sean. Oop, get doxxed. And I'm going cleaner. <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going tie 3 3. Mm, I respect that. We got that. Liberty Fires versus Wolverine. I'm going Wolverine 6 0. Wow. Sorry, Lib. I love you. You're my boy. I do but too. Wolverine's good. And I regret going second here. But you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. Liberty, you'll take one. 5 1. 5 Liberty, 1. Come through. Come through Moving to Liberty. photo D. Triple T versus Go Care. Uh, it's me to pick first, right? Yeah, because you, me, me, you, me, you, you, you. Okay. So yep, yep. I will go. Ooh, this is tough. They play seven yep. legs in D. I'm going triple T, four, three. Okay. I'm going triple T, six, one. Six, one, strong. Uh, moving on to Music City Madman. Versus Darty South, the this one's two legs played bowl, two matches played bowl. The chances this yeah. gets scheduled are pretty low. Sean, who you got? I'm going Music City four three. I'm going to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. <laughs> Dirty four three. Okay. Photo C. Oh. You got Hacksaw versus Doughboy. I think it's a one versus four match. Nope, not even close. Two versus four match. Um, it's your turn to pick first. All righty. Slappy, who you got? Sorry, I keep calling I'm... you Sean. I have your name in the spreadsheet, so I keep saying it. Let me change it. Yeah, I know. Ask. And the people are the people will not like it. Um, it's not like anyone in, in the chat has your. Entire name as their username that tunes into Twitch. It's a Lady Whistle Down esque thing. They're not going to like it. Um, I always am fat girl. (laughs) I've always been the fat girl. Um, Eight legs. I'm going Doughboy 6'2. 6'2. Rascal's going Doughboy 5'3. Hmm. Pepe Lay versus the Lush. It's the quit the podcast bowl. Love this. Rascals going Lush six. No, five three. Mm. I like that. I'm gonna go four four tie. Get you kissing sisters. Uh, which, I, by the way, reminds me, you got to watch Ted Lasso. I think we've talked about this, but everyone yeah, on the podcast, have. go watch Ted Lasso. It's so amazing. It's just not what you think it is. And it's also 
Like uh, the reason I watched it is I saw someone on Twitter say Ted Lasso has done more for my mental health to recover from 2020 than the entire year of therapy. So uh, that'll tell you wow. what that, that show is about. That's amazing. Okay. Moving up to B League, we've got Repat versus Toaster, and it's my turn. It is your turn, baby. My kids. turn. I'm going Toast 5-4. Hmm, you bitch fuck. That was what I was going to do. All right, I'm going to go Toast 6-3. Boom. Uh, Radar versus the Jig. Sean, shit, sorry. Edit, edit out, edit out. Sean Reba McIntyre, your full name. Uh, who you got? <laughs> uh, I know that won't be uh, edited out. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Radar 6-3. Radar 6-3. You know I'm going Team RVA all day, baby. Jig 5-4. I've been burned Deadhead. by Team RVA many times. Deadhead versus Train. I think it's oh. Rascal's turn to go. Is it or is it not, your turn? No, no it's, it's your it's turn. Slappy. Yeah. And um, I gotta come up with a system to denote who picks first. It's just whoever picked last on the on the last round goes first yeah. on the next round. Deadhead. Come through for me, baby cakes. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm doing this for you. Deadhead five four. Look at that. I'm going train seven two. Sorry, did I love you? Yeah, I'm gonna lose that. I talk one, shit. But... I talk shit now. That counts me talking shit, which means Deadhead definitely will win. And finally, our last A match of the week: Left Hand Hooligan versus Danuch. Rascal, mm. who you got? Mm-hmm. I'm going left hand five four. Five four. I'm going left hand seven two. Left hand, 7-2. Nooch, right in. Tell us how that made you feel when you listened to that. Nooch and well, I, I don't think have ever had any interaction. And Nooch, I love you. That's I spent bad. a lot He's of a great time guy. in San Diego. You got a great beard. Uh, but I don't know if you and I have ever interacted. Because you're in A. Together. And I'm in D. Well, that about sums it up for the week. <laughs> Thanks you guys for listening. Please write in to fodoweeklypodcast at gmail.com and tune in to Darcy on Twitch if you don't already, which there's zero chance you listen to the podcast and don't tune in on Darcy Nights. But regardless, we got to say it. It's legally obliged. And as always, I'm your host, Red Rascal. And I'm Slappy Pappy. Hey. Hey, you charmies out there. Are you listening? Don't stop listening. Tune in. Tune in to see your boy, your papa, your man, your bud, your chud. Don't ever stop watching the chud. He'll throw a ton. He'll throw a ton 20. He'll throw a ton 40. You know what else he'll do? He'll throw a ton 40. Fucking 80. You've been listening to the Photo Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch every Monday through Thursday on twitch.tv forward slash FO Dart League.
All opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the casters and are not representative of the Fodal. The Fodal Weekly is in no way affiliated with the Fodal and we are unsure if it is trademarked or copyrighted. Any and all questions should be directed to the law. See you later.